You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Hello, I'm Kate Campbell. And I'm Owen Rask. And you're listening to the Australian Finance Podcast. A podcast where we talk about money, finance, investing, and all of that good stuff. We're helping you invest your time and money better one podcast episode at a time. Yes, so please subscribe if you like the series. And don't forget you can find us on social media. We're on all the platforms. Kate, where can people go? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rask Australia. That's R-A-S-K Australia. Mm -hmm. And I'm Owen Rask on Twitter or Owen Rask AU on Instagram. Beware the imitators. People like to copy us. Without further ado, let's jump in to today's episode. Kate Campbell, welcome to this episode of the Australian Fine Arts Podcast. It is wonderful to be back to talk about term deposits today. Yes, it is. We're talking term deposits November 2022. We're recording this on October 31st. So any of the information that we deliver today is timestamped today, but as you'll find out, things change quickly, particularly when interest rates are going up, down, sideways, and everywhere in between. It's uh, it's hard for us to do an episode like this and get everything perfectly correct. So we're going to do our best, but please refer to the websites of the banks that we mentioned to confirm and always speak to your financial advisor. Kate, what are you talking about? Well, I think you just mentioned it, but we're talking about term deposits today, how they work, because we've never actually done a solo episode on term deposits and some of the best rates we've found at the moment, because I don't know about you, Owen, but my friends and family are starting to talk about looking for better bank accounts and better interest rates and actually looking at term deposits for the first time in a long time. My, no, my friends, I don't have any friends, so okay. they're not talking they're about They're not much. asking you nah, about term deposits. Nah, I'm just trying to convince one of my mates to go fishing in Port Douglas, but he's uh, holding hold me back. That's okay. About it. I think we're having very different conversations <laughs> okay. on the weekend over coffee. So, okay. So, let's talk about this because we've done an episode on savings accounts yes. maybe two months ago. Yeah. So, people, if you are looking for savings accounts ideas, please go back to that. If you are a Rascal member, you can just jump into the Rascal community and there's a page for savings accounts. But, Kate, um, term deposits are a little bit different to a savings account. So, can you tell us what is a term deposit? 
A term deposit is a tool uh, similar to a savings account, but you get to lock your money away for a set period of time. A common time period is 12 months. So you'll put your $10,000 away mm-hmm. with the bank for 12 months. And at the end of that time period, you'll yep. get a set amount of interest. And uh, some of the interest rates we'll talk about today are anywhere from 35 to 4% at the moment. Yeah. Where these were, if you go back two or three years, these were like 1%, something like that. So term deposits are up a long, long way. So if you have $10,000, you park that away for 12 months. That's the the period, the term, if you like, paying 3.5%. At the end of 12 months, you'll have $10,356. In other words, you would have made $356 and that will appear in the account. The thing to keep in mind though, is that is taxed. It's like income, it's passive income. So it is taxed. Um, and there are a few things people should keep in mind here, Kate. There's obviously the interest rate. Yeah. How long it goes away for and the amount you have, I guess. Yeah. So usually the bank wants you to lock the money away for a bit of a longer period of time because that gives them certainty that they can use that money for other things like home loans and all sorts of stuff like that. So often the rates uh, will be a little bit better if you lock it away for two or three or four years. Mm-hmm. At the moment, they're fairly similar, though some of them for... Some of them were offering five-year lock-ins at the moment. So that's always something worth keeping in mind because you need to know when you need this money. So Mm. a lot of people probably aren't comfortable locking their money away for five years because there's usually penalties if you want to break your term deposit and get the money out early. So that's the difference with term deposits and savings accounts is that savings accounts are like you can just transfer money in and out and you'll still get some interest. But with a term deposit, the bank wants you to lock it away so that they can lend it to someone else. Say someone that needs a credit card, they can use your money, um, they put it into their big bank account, and then they issue that as a credit card to someone else. And the reason that it's better for them is if they say, oh, well, we've got this money from Kate, and we've got Owen who wants to take on a credit card. Not really, I don't. But if I did, they would use the money from you and give that to me effectively. And if you then go, oh, well, I want my money back, then all of a sudden they've given me the money and they're like, hold on a second, that money was over here. So that's why they penalize you if you take your money out too soon. Yeah, and you can break it for um, without penalties for reasons of financial hardship. Uh, you usually have to give them a certain amount of notice mm. uh, and things like that. But with the savings accounts, it's super liquid. You can take your money in and out anytime you want. Mm-hmm. So the, the interest rates are often a little bit less than term deposits because mm. term deposits, you have to lock it away. But typically, Kate, when you do break a term deposit early, let's say you just go and get one for 12 months and at the six-month mark, um, you say, no, nah, I want out, and you do break it, you might give up the interest, right? Yeah. There's usually some sort of penalty involved. Yeah. So that's the risk if you do decide to like check the terms and conditions for sure of everything that you get involved in. But that's typically the risk is that if you're like, nah. And it's the same thing for mortgages. For those of you that had a mo- have a mortgage, if you have a fixed rate and you try and break it, there's often a penalty for that as well because it's on the other side of the table. It's like the bank's giving money to like guaranteeing the investors that they would be receiving your interest. So it's, it works both ways. So how to, Kate, so we've got like the 101 of term deposits. How do we go about choosing a term deposit? Yeah. So if you decide that a term deposit is right for you and you're happy to lock the money away for a set period of time, one of the 
main things you want to look at is the length of the term deposit. So you're mm. working out, do I want to lock something away for three, six, nine, 12 months, or even a longer period of time than that? So that's really looking at your own financial situation. And is this something I want to do? Am I comfortable locking money away for a longer period of time? Like we think about when we're investing, are we happy to invest for a five to 10 year period? This is probably, are you happy to lock this money out away for a, yeah. a set period of time? So it's not somewhere where you want to put your emergency fund, which you need in an instant if something goes wrong because the term deposit, you're going to be locking it away for a longer period of time. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. What you're saying is basically, it's just like when we say investing is for the long term. If you, uh, it, You've got to be careful with your term deposits. Now, if you have a fair bit of savings, I will say one thing. If you do have a fair bit of savings, let's say you have 100 grand in an emergency fund and you haven't used that for a while, what you can do is you can layer term deposits. So instead of having $100,000 term deposit that expires in 12 months, you might take half of your money and you might say, I'll do a six-month, a nine-month, a 12-month term deposit. So then every so often, you know that if you do need that money, it can you yeah. know, mature and you can get the cash plus the interest. And it might be something you use if you're saving up for a house deposit yeah. along the way. If you know you can't buy the house for at least two or three years, yep. a term deposit might be what you use to get a slightly higher rate on your savings. Yeah. And if you go back to the other episode a little while ago, you will realize that some of the rates that we talk about, they're pretty similar like the savings accounts versus term deposits. So you've got to be sure that it's worth the extra amount of interest. It's often not that much. Yeah. But definitely like you were saying off air before, if you are, you wish you, you had these interest rates, right? But yeah. you do have a mortgage, so you can use an offset account, which is yes. probably better anyway. Yeah. Um, so we've got the length of the term deposit is obviously key here. What else is important? Yeah. So when you're comparing term deposits, you also want to have a look at the interest rates. And so that's the mm -hmm. return, the, the money the bank's giving you uh, in return for locking your money away with them. Yeah. So they'll Higher is better. Higher is better in this case because it's working for you, not against you. Yeah. And then- this, the issue, Kate, like let's say you have $2,000 or you have $20,000, like does it matter? Some of the banks will change the interest rates depending on the amount you okay. can put away. Mm -hmm. um, but So if you put away a certain amount of money, you're going to get uh, a different rate. And some of the banks are limiting you. Some of them say, if you have up to, two, you can have up to $250,000, but no more, uh, which is reasonable because not many people have 250 grand sitting in a bank account anyway. Um, so there are certain minimums uh, and maximums. It's all in that asterisk. You know, we in finance, we love that. Yeah. Some of the term deposits are more suited to higher balances or lower balances. And mm. um, term deposits can be attractive where some of the high interest savings accounts will only give you that rate up to $50,000. And yeah. so if you have a large cash balance, that's when often when people start looking at the term deposits. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really good point. Like if you do have a lot of cash, sometimes, you know, and you don't have an offset account. Yeah. It's really important. And you get What's the next step I can take? Um, and this is why term deposits are such great news for retirees because retirees or people that are near retirement, they are typically the ones with the big cash balances. And for so long, they've been penalized and they've had to go into things like bonds or invest some of their money, which is risky. So now a term deposit comes along and all of a sudden, hey, I'm getting more interest, which is fantastic. So I guess just real quick, Kate, if you can just summarize maybe some of the key points between a term deposit, like people that are weighing up term deposits versus savings account. The main one is knowing that you're comfortable locking the money away for a mm -hmm. longer period of time. So thinking about what are you putting this money away for? Yep. Do you need it in a short time frame? Maybe you only want a three-month term deposit. Maybe you want a 24-month term deposit. So yep. thinking about your own situation there, if you want to lock that money away. Um, and 
we also sort of mentioned the offset accounts. So if you have an offset account that you might be paying a high interest rate, yep. something like that on your property, um, it might be worth considering. Do you want to use that for your savings? Yeah. So if you have a mortgage, you have a property, an offset account can offset some of the interest and which is often a better option for people because it's not taxed, it's not taxed like income from a term deposit. So keep that in mind. Okay, okay. So now we got the meat of this episode. Um, for the carnivores and omnivores listening, uh, this is the good bit in the episode. We're talking about the top term deposit rates. And I just want to say again, we're recording this on the 31st of October. We do have a bit of a risk that by the time we publish this, things will have changed. Hopefully though, you can just take this as like an indication of some of the banks and some of the, I guess, rates that are on offer now. We happen to be recording this, Kate, the day before the RBA, the Reserve Bank, is oh, no. <laughs> is about to potentially increase interest rates again. So keep this that in mind when you when you talk about this, and when we talk about this. And also, finally, we do not have any type of affiliate or relationship with any of these banks, so we're not benefiting in any way by mentioning these. Yeah, and that's worth keeping in mind because a lot of the comparison websites will only. I've had I had a look at a few this morning, and they were only comparing two or three different banks term deposits and I'm like that is not the selection there's maybe 30 or 40 you could choose from when it comes to term deposits and they were only comparing a couple of them and not the best ones so be mindful (laughs) uh term deposits sometimes give comparison websites kickbacks so that changes the yeah things they're showing you it's it's to change like what's on offer right so someone's paying somewhere so keep that in mind whereas we don't get paid for any of this stuff okay okay um so these are all all these rates i'm telling you are based on a 12 month okay period so you're locking your money away for 12 months they're Mm -hmm. paying the interest at maturity that which means you won't get the money until the end of that 12 month period Yep. Some term deposits offer monthly or quarterly payments. Yep. And I've taken the rate based off the lowest balance available. Okay. So, so like when I they give you that the, range. And, I haven't done the $5 million rate. Yeah. There's no crazy, like, because typically depending on who you are, you might get a better rate. Yeah. If the bank's looking for uh, term, people to give them money, they'll give a better rate for certain types of people. Yeah. And it's worth keeping that in mind because some of the term deposits are specifically for business accounts or self-managed super funds. So you wouldn't necessarily be eligible to use those. Yep. Fair enough, Kate. Okay. So we've got about five banks here, which we're going to talk about. There will be links in the show notes so you can go and check them out. Bank number one. All right. We've got Macquarie Bank. Silver Donut. Yes. We have done an episode on Macquarie before, (laughs) but that's uh, offering a 12 month at 4.1% at the moment. Okay. So just to recap what um, Kate said, if you've got a 4.1% interest rate with the interest paid at maturity, you won't see the interest in your account until 12 months. So keep that in mind where some of them, you will see the amount. You might just not be able to touch it. Yeah. So it's not an income stream over that 12 month period. It's just like one lump at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Number two. We've got AMP Bank at 4.05%. So not far behind. You wouldn't even notice a difference on 10 grand. Okay. Yeah. We've got Bank of Melbourne at 3.9%. Just um, be sure to check this because um, Bank of Melbourne, just so you guys know, is actually part of Westpac. And in Sydney, it often goes by the name of St. George. So depending on where you are, it may have a different skin over the top. Same bank. Yeah. I think St. George also offered it. Similar rate, if not the same one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they off. They've also said on the website, if you actually open the term deposit online, mm-hmm. they'll increase that up to four percent. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think they're trying to encourage their older customers to actually use their yeah. online services rather <laughs> yeah, than right. going into a branch or calling up. Um, because there are branches everywhere, isn't it? I know it's Bank yeah. of Melbourne, and we're in Melbourne, but there actually are branches everywhere. 
Yeah. So they're they're trying to encourage you to use the computer, yeah. which uh, I assume all of our listeners would anyway. So it's basically yeah. 4%. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this podcast on a device, <laughs> you can go to your bank on a device. Okay, great. Yeah. But it was talking up to 5 million. So I assume there's some older customers okay, in there yeah, with that, sure. those numbers. Uh, I do not have $5 million in yeah, cash yeah. laying around. But if around. you do have and you want to give it to us, let us know. Um, the next uh, one, Kate, number we, four. We have Rabobank at 3.9%. So they've popped up a few times in our yeah. episodes before. Did they um, rebrand recently? Because they used to have that creepy dude. I still remember. I'm the only one old enough to remember this, but they used to have this really creepy dude. I don't know. Their term deposit page on their bank has a pair with a smiley face on it saying, ripen okay. your savings. Ripen your savings. Well, that's... <laughs> that, you heard it here first. So, um, but that's interesting because, I, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go on about this again. I went on about it in the savings account. That is freaky old ad. Anyway. We don't know what you're talking about. Rabobank so. in at number four. In at number five, lucky number five, what have we got? With the same interest rate, we've got Emmy Bank at 3.9%. Nice. Emmy Bank used to be owned by the super funds. Yeah, and then it sold, I believe. So it's a division of Bank of Queensland now, oh, and they yeah. have a chicken pecking an egg on their term deposit eggs, page. Eggs seem to be very popular yeah. when it comes to like this sort of thing. Term deposit and the word nest egg seems to pop up on a lot of the bank's websites, so you'll see the the imagery of an egg. A Which lot. is funny because if you have a nest egg, right? I feel like maybe, maybe an egg is like valuable, so you put like it, the cash is most valuable. But I feel like. Nest egg should be something that's like invested for the long term, like growth. I don't associate that with cash. Well, like a chicken egg's going to crack open soon. So it's not really a 12 month activity. So I don't know. Maybe they do the interest inside the egg and then it cracks and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, well. so Kate, let's get back to some reality here. What happens when your term deposit reaches the end of its life? This is, I think this is very important. If you have a term deposit, please listen. Yes. So once your term deposit, so if you've got that 12 months, mm -hmm. it's been a year. So it's November next year. Your term deposit has come to the end of its 12 month term. You have the option to close it mm -hmm. and just move that money back into a savings account and do what you will with it. You have the option to roll it over. Mm -hmm. So whatever the rate that whichever bank you chose in 12 months time, you could roll it over and lock it in for another 12 months okay. at a new rate. Uh, it might be better or worse in 12 months. Just Who be, knows? Just be sure to check that. Remember what we say about loyalty tax with the banks? Typically, yep. loyal customers get stung. So just check it. Yeah. So it pays. And then the third option, you can actually go and hunt for a better rate and move your term deposit uh, to another institution's term deposit for another 12 months, if that's what's right for you. Yeah, cool. So just the, the important part here is make sure the bank should contact you. Just make sure that you are aware of what you're, what's happening next. Yeah. Because if you put this money away for 12 months and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm going to take my $357 or whatever it is, and I'm going to then go and invest in shares or put that towards my house deposit or whatever, you don't want to be automatically rolled into something else that yeah. you're not benefiting from if you break it. So that's probably the key thing. Um, but for the most part, term deposits can form the backbone of someone's financial picture. So we talk about this all the time. One of the things we spoke about in the savings episode was that you want to find a bank that's regulated by APRA, A-P-R-A, which is like the, the regulator for banks in Australia. Um, there's If you go back to the savings episode, we put the link in there. Uh, that you can go and check that the banks are licensed and do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's on the authorized deposit taking institution ADI yeah. list, which yeah. I've mentioned on the podcast before, but I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, all the ones we've mentioned today are on that yeah. list. And that means your money is protected within that institution's yeah. umbrella up to $250,000. Yeah. So if you do have more than that, or if you happen to be with the same bank that goes by a different name, 
just remember it's only 250k per ADI. So just yeah. make sure that, you know, like say Bank of Melbourne is Westpac, you know, it's the same thing. So yeah. keep that in mind. Um, well, Kate, this is pretty cool. So there's a heap of interest available to people that want to shop around right now. Yeah. You're, you're rewarded for being a saver and a um, yeah. someone who's happy to lock money away at the moment. I feel like for the first time, um, people over at least the last 10 years are actually being rewarded for putting money aside. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. And Not- you've got options now. So to get 4%, you can actually just put in term deposit. Some of the savings accounts are nearly 4% as well. So it's worth keeping in mind that you can get something fairly similar but more liquid. Yeah. Yeah. I would also I would also say that that's probably uh, something that Bear, Barefoot wrote about recently. Scott Pape, he did say that if you do lock in your term deposit, because there's some big ones, it's like four or five years. If you do lock in your term deposit for a long time and then interest rates continue to go up, you might be getting a term deposit too soon. So the important part is just not to put, it's not all or nothing with these things. I think that's the key thing. Yeah, you can put a little bit of money A here. little bit with different term deposit providers. For different durations. As long or... as you keep on top of it and know when things are starting and ending and what yeah. you're being paid. Yeah. And just remember that offset accounts for those of you that have a mortgage and savings accounts are pretty good too. So don't feel like you have to get a term deposit just because we spoke about it. Um, but yeah, there's, if you have any uh, suggestions for us or term deposits, I know we had a heap of people write into us to say, hey, have you checked this out? Hey, have you checked this out? I know inside the RAS core community, someone, and I'm sorry to whoever posted this, but there's actually like a community spreadsheet where people actively go in there and update this spreadsheet that everyone can access that mentions all the best rates on offer. So it's super cool. So thank you for everyone that did jump into the community and let us know. Um, again, we're not endorsing or recommending any of the, the term deposits. I don't have a term deposit right now, but um, do you have a term deposit? No, You've just an offset account. Yeah. See, there we go. We've both got mortgages, so that makes sense. Um, but you can use comparison websites. Just remember that uh, what Kate said about the you know what they do and don't provide. Use a few maybe. Yes, I'd recommend looking at three or four different comparison websites. And you can always just search these financial institutions up directly. Yep. Um, But now you know what you could be getting. So when one of the banks shows you they're giving you 1% on your term deposit, I would be making sure to look a little bit more widely. Yes, absolutely. So there's five banks there. All around 4%, probably going to go higher by the time this we, episode goes live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So keep that in mind. We're, you know, again, um, rates change quickly. And, uh, but there's heaps of, there's heaps of interest on offer for the, for people that are kind of like shrewd and looking around. So, Kate, thanks for taking us through what is the term deposit, some of the benefits and pros and cons, and also some, some ideas to get people started. Yeah. It's fun. Good place to start. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at rask.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au.
Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says Invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.